1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
0: Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on
2: Oilers Radio six thirty. Chad, I can take them to a place uh, personally that they can't get to themselves. Right back in this game. Big expectations. <laughs> They gotta buy into that and it's not going to be comfortable at times. I pull and I root for the team because I know if the team's playing well and makes the people in the city excited and
0: happy. You know, we're in this thing to win. This
1: game. It's over!
0: This is Ryan Eaghan Hopkins. <laughs> this is Arthur Plus. This is Malachi. This Tullet. is Kim Talbot. This is from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America-wide.
2: Yeah, Digitex does that.
0: D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer On the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. All six in Edmonton, game night. The Edmonton Oilers, trying to keep their uh, playoff hopes alive here. They take on the New York Islanders. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. PCs, copiers, supplies, printers, laptops, IT, plotters, software. And now, Digitex can manage your corporate cell phone plan, saving your company money, all your devices managed at digitex.c Brendan Escott is back at the studio. Brendan, it's Thursday. It's uh, probably our most consistently listened to show. Because of a couple of our guests, Louis de Russ coming down the pipe at 1235, and Sportsnet's Brian Burke at 105. Courtesy, Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical, prefabrication, and solar. Uh, you opened up with the monkeys. Is it because of the song, or has there been something to do... In the news world with the Monkees. Yeah, Bob, today, uh, Peter Tork from the Monkees, who was their keyboardist and bassist, uh, passed away this morning at the age of 77. All right, well, when I was a kid, and I'm going to date myself, uh, I was like four or five at the time, I used to watch the Monkees. They, they had a TV show, and uh, also Get Smart was another show that I used to watch. And my older sister, Kelly, always wanted to watch I Dream a Genie. And I didn't really start dreaming a genie until I was like 12 or 13. I digress. Uh, you know what, though? We've got a lot of requests coming in for songs on the show to open up with. One of the ones that, uh, frankly, it's a great song, though the lead singer has an interesting history with Canada. Can you uh, pull up How Soon Is Now by the Smiths and maybe uh, get that rolling for us here shortly?
2: What are the chances?
0: the Smiths. And speaking of the Smiths, their lead singer, Morrissey, I don't know if people know this, but uh, boycotted Canada for 15 years because of the seal hunt. Who knew? I didn't know that. Great song, though, nonetheless. Uh, He is doing a Canadian tour. He's going to be in Vancouver uh, starting this spring. So for useless and superfluous information, you have undoubtedly found the right place. This is Oilers. Now, as I mentioned, it is a game night. Oh, yeah, the Oilers, they're playing the New York Islanders, and Connor McDavid is back in the lineup momentarily. We will uh, get to our Oilers now audio vault for our friends at Direct Workwear. But not before I tell you. That it is a Thursday and you can get hold of us here. You can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. They call dealerships are the same. Think again. Experience buying a vehicle on your terms with no pressure at Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan. And call us on our River Creek Resort Casino hotline. they got the great show home giveaway every month until December 2019. You can win entries for a luxuriously... Design Show Home in Edgemont. Head to River Creator Resort and Casino for details. Again, Brian Burke, Louis DeBrus coming up a little bit later on, as well as Reed Wilkins. Reed will join us at 1222. We head off to the Oilers now. Audio Vault, Forward, Direct Workwear. For product knowledge, compliancy, great pricing, and innovation, directworkwear.com, an Edmonton-based company. Connor McDavid had this to say on why he missed the last game.
2: I was still trying to go. Um, the other guys went out for warm-up, and I tried to do a warm-up on my own, and the plan was just put my gear on and go, but um, I just couldn't do it.
0: Uh, <laughs> so there you go. He's in tonight, though. That's that's what we know. He, he's Connor McDavid's in. Uh, likely, I'm not sure, you know, a lot of people have requested, why don't the Oilers play Drysaddle and Ryan Nugent Hopkins together? And I wonder, based on how those guys closed the game out, if that might remain the case tonight against the Islanders, Zach Cassian, though a little bit of connectivity with Connor McDavid, gives the Oilers some size and some speed on the right wing for McDavid. McDavid had this to say on what Leon Dreisettle means, uh, especially to the power play. Uh, Dreis-
2: he's been great. Um, you know, he shoots the puck. Um, you know, great. He's got a great one-timer. Um, you know, he seems to put himself in good spots. Um, you know, so it's a credit to him.
0: And it is the Edmonton Oilers and. The New York Islanders were about five days away from the NHL trade deadline. It's Thursday today, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We'll be in Smashville. Connor McDavid added some additional thoughts on the trade rumors around the hockey team.
2: Uh, Nothing needs to be said. Everyone knows the position and and stuff like that. you know, it's never fun. The trade deadlines never fun. Um, you know, it might be fun for fans to, you know, see which guys go, you know, to different places and whatnot. But as a team and as as friends, it's uh, it's never fun.
0: Matt Benning added some additional comments on the trade deadlines as well and the rumors that are out there. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 out there. Um, but those are one of the things that uh, you can't control. You uh, just gotta string together some some good games and then keep playing well and. And that's all you got to focus on. So, um, I mean, they got to do their job, and, and we got to do ours. All right, Edmonton Oilers and the New York Islanders uh, today. And uh, Ken Hitchcock, a uh, second time in a span of a week that the Oilers will play the New York Islanders. And Hitchcock was asked today about the Islanders' improvement as a team.
2: Uh, well, they're predictable. Uh, they keep you to the outside. The goaltenders have both had great years. Um... And I think a little bit of it is, uh, you know, they just, uh, they're committed to checking. And just Barry starts his checking line uh, every game and sends the team a message. He's got three competent players there that, you know, are arguably the best fourth line, but play he plays them as the third line. So it sends a clear message to your team how you want the game to be played, and he's got the personnel to do it. Um But the goaltenders are sitting there at 930. That's exceptional, and they both had great, great years. I I think for me with Leonard, you see some games where it looks like nobody's going to score on him. It looks like nobody's going to – nothing's going to go by him. And I think physically he can be intimidating when he's on top of his game.
0: All right. Uh, Edmonton Oilers and the New York Islanders for the second time in a week. Islanders winning 5-2 in Brooklyn on Saturday night. They lost 4-2 in Calgary last night. Hitchcock added some additional comments on the Oilers' uh, recent work ethic and results.
2: Would we like it to be a month ago, six weeks ago? Yeah. But these are steps that involve playing for each other and not with each other. And we are really, we're really playing for each other right now. Got, we're a five man unit. We're going up and down the ice together. We're connected. Uh, we've got a lot of guys who are playing really well because of that connection. Uh, they're supporting each other and you know, uh, these are the learning curves you go through. But regardless of where we're at, we're, we're going to keep playing this way right to the end. And this is a, this is a way that the players are demanding this of themselves now, and the coaches are demanding it, and and everybody's connected in that. You know, it's it is a nervous time for everybody because of the trade deadline. So I think you know keeping their focus is going to be in the next two or three games is going to be a challenge, and that's that's on us to make sure that we stay focused on competing.
0: Uh, Hitchcock also provided a little bit of insight uh, you know not quite sure what's going on with G.J. Jar uh, I know uh, Jason Greger put out on Twitter a little over 20 minutes ago that yes a Paul Yarby was expected to have a, an MRI. There seems to be some confusion with Polyarby out there by the way uh, and I'm gonna bring Reed Wilkins in because Reed was in the auditor's restroom. Yes a Polyarby's equipment. And all of his stuff is in his stall. So I know I had a couple guys trying to tell me that Paul Yarby was carrying his own equipment out of the room. His equipment is in the Oilers' dressing room. Reed, you were there today. So in- interesting. But it's very vague what, what's
1: going on. And Hitch, remember when he was in Dallas and he said, I'm sick of coaches saying upper body, lower body yeah. are not answering questions about injuries. I'm just going to tell people. He's, and he's been fairly candid yeah. since he joined the Oilers in November. He didn't, he didn't say much about Kara today, but he did indicate about a week and a half ago that Kara was battling a, f- a foot issue. He
0: bought the shot. And, with, and the- with
1: pooley RV, Hitch is obviously deflecting or, or, or yeah. dodging. He so, said, you'll have to talk to management. Which, and he said, which, there's which medical a- terms that I don't understand.
0: Which adds to the confusion. So here's Hitchcock, and we'll get those direct quotes.
2: I don't have information, and it's probably best coming from management. Uh, obviously, he's on IR. And I'm not sure exactly where that's at. I think there's still a lot of work being done on exactly what's going on there. Um, JJ is going to be, he's gonna be a, a full two weeks before he's uh, ready to go here. So that's unfortunate for us. So he's uh, hes pretty sore right now, and we're, we're not sure when. Uh, we don't even know if he's going to be able to play on the road trip, to be honest with you.
0: All right, and I know that I mentioned uh, on Twitter this morning because of the injury situations with both Poliari and Karam, distinct possibility that the Oilers could be quiet on uh, the trade front with a potential UFA like say Alex Chase. On bottom line, Oilers are light on NHL forward depth. That's I think we all know they're light on depth, even with those guys in the lineup. Uh, and then uh, you know it depends, I guess, on the potential return for a guy like Chase. On I'd certainly say early in the year I thought Zach Cassian could be a possibility for being moved. Um, he's actually. Found a bit of a role here, and the orders are down. Some forwards carrying forward as well. So, just wait and see on Chason's front. I would think that the orders would. People say, "Well, just trade him for a third-round draft pick." I, I, I think that if they were to move Alex, I think it'd be for a younger player on an entry-level deal that they could maybe have on their roster here for the final twenty games. I, and and even there, I could, it, you know, there's. It's not an automatic that Chase on gets traded. Right? And again, just to reiterate the point, because I know there's some of you. Oh, you're lying to me, Bob. You're lying to me. You, you work for OEG. You're lying. Uh, I, I know you're lying. I know. Read just to establish again. Was Jesse Poliarby's equipment? In the dressing room today. Yes, yeah, so i this- pretty, pretty sure it's there, K- Is that K- how people talk to you? Uh, I don't know. That's my angry man voice type <laughs> thing. Uh, we'll bring Reed in momentarily. Uh, twice in a week for the Islanders and the Oilers, here's Darnell Nurse. Yeah, obviously we're uh, two teams that are familiar with each other. Um and uh you know it was a really good uh really good really good game. I think uh you know we gave them a little, little too many uh you know, big uh, great opportunities, but it was a good game and um no expect nothing uh, nothing but the same. Well you know what honors Lee got a couple shots in on uh Darnell Nurse, right? It was Honors Lee, wasn't it? late when the referees kind of jumped in and had Nurse a little bit tied up, and Darnell wasn't too excited about that. Islanders had a little bit of nastiness at times with Calgary last night as well in that hockey game. Mikhail Koskinen starts in goalies 14, 14, and goalies 14-14-3 at 2.87 goals against average. 9.06 save percentage. Koskinen had this to say on handling a starter's workload. Yeah, it feels good. It feels good to play, and that's why we've been practicing the whole year and need, need to be ready from the start tonight. There you go. So... To be honest with you, I don't know what the lines are going to be because it was a variation of an OPT today. Uh, I do think it's a possibility, based on how Leon Dreisettle, and Ryan Nugent Hopkins finished the game, that many of you have been asking for this for months. Why don't they just play McDavid on his own line and play Dreisettle and Nugent together? Well, that could happen tonight. Uh, and I mentioned the other day, Leon Dreisettle becoming just the uh, sixth NHLer over the last three years, 70-plus points for three consecutive years. The other guys, pretty good. Uh, McDavid, not bad player. Uh, Kucherov, not bad player. Kane, not bad player. Crosby and Brad Marchand. And there's still a lot of you that don't think Leon's any good. But most of you do. Most of you get it. Uh, There were some good moments for Gagne, Cave, and Reader. So logic would dictate maybe they remain together. And beyond that, I'd like to tell you I know, but I don't. So we'll wait and see. I do. The D is going to be the same. The last two defensemen off the ice after today's optional skate, Kevin Gravel and Alexander Petrovich will not play. So Clefbaum uh, with Larson. Clefbaum uh, playing twenty-five hundred two this year. Nurse with Russell. Sekra played seventeen thirty-three in his first NHL game this season the other night in the 3-2 shootout loss against Arizona with Matthew Benning, who leads the Oilers with plus seven. Uh, McDavid, by the way, playing 22.56 per game, 339 career points in 266 games. Leon Drysaddle has 11 goals and 15 points in the Oilers' last 11 games. For the Islanders, uh, Brock Nelson with honors, Lee, and Jordan Everly. On the UFA line, the Islanders are under $70 million on the cap, and they have $18 million in expiring contracts. I'm told that Lee will be the priority, Nelson probably, Jordan Eberle, uh, the least likely of those three to re-sign with the Islanders organization. Now, we could see Andrew Ladd in. Not sure if that's going to happen. Uh, Kunakl was on the left wing with Barzell and Bailey last night. Um... Phil Pala with Anthony Beauvillier and Leo Komarov. And you heard Ken Hitchcock talk about that fourth line. Casey Zizekas with Matt Martin and Cal Clutterbuck. Uh, Zizekas this year has 16 goals. He's plus 22. Not bad when you're... That's your shutdown center. Nick Letty with Johnny Boyd. Chuck uh, Adam Pellick played for Chris Knobloch. And Erie he was Connor McDavid's teammate. Along with Ryan Pellick. So Pellick and Pulock, And then uh, Devon Tays with... Scott Mayfield, Robin Lehner will start in goal, and uh, Hickey and Andrew Ladd will remain out. So, by the way, Thomas Hickey's on a real good contract at like $2.5 million, and he's, uh, he was a big plus last year for the Islanders. So coming to the record, number one team defense in the NHL, 2.32 goals against per game, 35, 18, and 6. When we come back, it'll be Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports.
1: This is Oscar Pleffbaum from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Shed.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Reed Wilkins, Rogers Place, Ice District. Game night, the Edmonton Oilers with a record of 24-29-6, just one win in their last 12 games, a record of 1-8-3 during that stretch dire scenario right now. All right, Reid, uh, Edmonton and the Islanders, and uh, I know you had the New York Islanders making a massive step forward this year like everybody else. I, I did not oh, right. after the horrific
1: defensive season and a pretty good player going to Toronto so he could not feel guilty about wearing his Leafs pajamas anymore, but uh, they are good, and the Oilers are in a dire scenario. I, I, You know, what What? A percentages get you? Nothing in real life, but Sports club stats, which I like to look at, now has reduced the Oilers' chances of making the playoffs from 1.7% to 1.3%. The most common record the Oilers would have to compile in the millions of simulations that they do. 19. 16, 4, and 3. 16, 4, and 3. 35 points in 23 games. 12 games over 500. Hmm. With. Batman math. 23 to go. Yeah, that's uh, it's it's not good. I'm curious to see, and I, I'm, I'm I always sort of deflect a little bit from line combinations because you know it's it's easy to talk about, but every team changes line combinations. Sure. They are they are important, but uh, we always focus on the Oilers' lines. Every team changes lines, especially if it's not going well. There are a lot of possibilities for the Oilers tonight. How many are good possibilities? I think that was a a lot of opportunities. Opportunities. Well, there could be a lot of opportunities for for, for people to, to cycle through. With some of the, uh, on the, the album,
0: top players of the team, maybe somebody remembers this. They like can text us at six thirty, six thirty. The <laughs> Pet Shop Boys album that had the song "Opportunities" on it. Okay, well I'll have to look that I, one I, up myself. I think the lyrics were "I got the brains, you got the looks." That's that would not be the case in this situation. <laughs> neither <laughs> of us has for it. neither one of us. <laughs> <laughs> no brains and no
1: looks. Uh, but I, I I'm, I, I have always thought I, uh, with the big three, I think. The way the Oilers' roster is, two of them have to be on the same line. I, I are per- you surprised? I personally don't really more... care which two. Well, because I think Dreisaitl's preference is to play with McDavid. Uh, and Do you know how many guys in the NHL's preference would be to play that's with That's a very good point. About <laughs> All 700 yes. or however forwards there are. Yes. But uh, I, Nugent Hopkins and Seidel together with, I don't know, TBA, Gagne? Just because he puts the puck to the net and knows where to go, I mean I I, I, I know what his limitations well, are, might, but there's offensive might,
0: limitations for everybody. They might keep Reeder with Cave and Gagne. Those guys <laughs> played pretty well in the third period. Keep Nugent Hopkins with Dry settle, maybe play Cassian with McDavid. Cassian. So do you give Raddy a shot maybe. on
1: one of those lines? yeah maybe. We'll see. I mean he hasn't always been one of Hitch's favorites to, to play a lot of minutes and, and move up, though he though, look and that's despite, or, despite Raddy being stuck on four goals. He's finished more than a lot of other Oilers forwards.
0: Yeah. yeah, well, here's a stat for you. How many combined goals did Ty Ratty, Yesopoul Yarvi, and Kato Yamamoto have in the preseason? Well, oh, what was it combined? 15? 15. And how many did they have in the regular season?
1: Uh, well, four. Yamamoto didn't. Yoni know, Yamamoto got one. Yeah. What, do they have nine? Nine. So you know what that means?
2: We're we can't never, pay too. We're ne- never. I don't give a crap. What we're just totally
1: things. having fun when we broadcast preseason games <laughs> next year. But I, I, to be fair though, I did think one of those three guys would grab it and maybe be able to score. You know, 12 to 15, t- sure. 15 to 18. Well, yeah, and then Reader was supposed to get that, the too. Guy,
0: the guy that did was Chase on. He got 16 in his first 30 games, and he's got one goal in his last 20. You have 30 seconds to answer this question. Sure. Given that you don't know what the injury status is and where we're at with Paul Yarby, you know, like he might get cleared here at some point and maybe he goes down. Um, but we don't know if that, I mean, maybe he does have an injury that's going to keep him out a couple weeks. We know that is out for a couple weeks. Would you trade Chase on?
1: Yes, I would, especially if these next two games result in zero or okay. one points. I, I I would to try to get something and and just say, Alex, I hope we can talk. So you'd be happy just getting
0: like if you could get a third round draft choice for Chase on. You you do that?
1: Yeah, I would, and I know it it depletes a you know further depletes a, a lineup that's pretty depleted. But I think you have to be realistic if you're going into Monday. Okay. Six, seven, eight, nine points out of it. What
0: time are we doing the city Ford faceoff? Well,
1: I'm we? doing it as starting at five thirty. You're you welcome th- to join me. I'll join you at five thirty-four.
0: Okay, thanks, Bob. Off to a global news, weather, traffic update with Eileen Bell. Back with Louis DeRusk on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer weekdays at noon